So welcome back to sharing your experiences. This time I'm bringing you to one of the smartest people I have met. Someone that can show you that age and certain skills are not exactly a limit in your life. I met Rafa many years ago as an artist, as a photographer, someone recording videos, and nowadays he has worked as a developer or programmer, you would like to call it, in three large organizations, Ericsson, Amazon, and Cisco. Recently, he has been even promoted to be a team leader. But what else I can say? He is one of those people that has a very important mission to transform programming in something less intimidating for the people. Because as you can see, many people are afraid of programming. But let's say that Rafa can tell you more about how he's doing this important mission. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm happy to be here uh, with Federico. <laughs> um, what, do you, what do you want to know? Um, maybe it, it will be easier if you like, suggest maybe, some questions. May, yeah. may, maybe you can tell me how did you decide to become a programmer? What was your motivation? Because it's a very huge change from being, let's say, a photographer or an artist guide to be a very powerful developer, especially in those organizations. Right. So. For me, this was, wasn't was um, such a huge transition as it may seem. I will, always was interested in uh, programming and working with computers. So I was always inclined to work my way into making machines do what I want. So I used a lot of programming before I actually started working as a software developer, just for my personal amusement and for my personal projects. Um, and it got real serious when I actually wanted to play uh, online games with some of my friends. Um, and the games that I used to play were RPGs or role-playing role -playing games. Um, and we used to meet in an online chat and pretend to um, conduct a game online with uh, you know, chat rooms, words, uh, and such. And very quickly we realized that simple online chat rooms don't um, provide all of the required mechanics or environment that helps you when you try to assess if you could roll uh, like 20-sided die or maybe uh, you need some way to store statistics of a character that you're playing you know numbers that tell you how strong somebody is so i ended up creating a small bot that would do things for you during these uh, games. And eventually bot became also a thing that wouldn't uh, be enough for us. And bot turned into a more advanced chat room that I wrote from scratch, a chat room server with a client as well. And from there, I kept adding more and more functionality until it became quite a huge project with more than 50 contributors at some point. And a lot of users were playing and over, I think, a thousand characters were created in this chat room. So from there, my interest spiked and went on and on and on. And I discovered more and more uh, languages and techniques and things that I wanted to use in order to make uh, more interesting and creative projects. So this was the very beginning of more professional, let's say, approach to programming rather than something I used to play with. 
That's something very unique. I have never even thought that you started to build in bots. And even in these days, we have different impressions about what is a bot. Right. <laughs> so, Rafael, going deeper about this transition, how did you feel when you started working in the corporations? Because there is those feelings that the people come like, let's say, as self-top developers, they are not exactly the greatest fans of the corporations. And this is something that you can see very often in the people coming from the open source environment. But you did a, even a profession here. Right. So my initial approach was kind of similar. And I shared those, uh, let's say, feelings. Uh, I had this um, kind of mindset that corporation is way too strict of an environment for me who was, you know, a creative, an artist, more of a free spirit and wearing, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> a lanyard with uh, a corporate card that lets you in the, uh, every room. So everybody knows your name and it's very formal, uh, you know, wearing a tie or something like that. That seemed totally out of my character. So I decided not to go there immediately. Uh, instead, what I did is I applied for a very small company that had like 10 employees. And in that company, I was sole uh, IT person. I was a programmer uh, and also an IT technician. And I ended up doing every single thing in that company that related to computer, networking, or actually any device, including mobile phones of employees. And I quickly learned that you cannot adapt fast enough and do enough to actually be on top of every single thing, in a, even in a, such a small company, because it's just too much. Uh, so it happened so that this company had to close and I was on my uh, journey to figure out a new role for me and find uh, another place uh, to work for. And when a company closes on you uh, because uh, something happened and it's not your fault, uh, you kind of get afraid that this may happen again. So I applied to much bigger companies uh, and eventually decided to actually try and go after a corporation as well. Um, and at the beginning, I was you know, very hesitant. Should I even attempt this? And could I make it? in such a big company where everybody is very professional and they are for sure highly skilled. And it was very intimidating. Um, but I decided, hey, what's the worst that could happen? The worst that could happen is I won't land a job. I won't get an offer and I will be in exactly the same spot that I was in before applying. So, you know, no harm, no foul. And eventually, um, you know, I built enough courage to apply and I did. And turns out that I got in because apparently the skills that I was able to acquire on my own were good enough for a beginner. Um, and somehow even uh, because I had a couple of years of experience in this small company, they decided to not put me in a junior position, but rather start at the regular. And that was very surprising for me because you know, all the things that I've done in the past, those small projects, uh, the chatbot, the, the chat server and client, and eventually some other freelance jobs that I did, all of this amassed to um, enough of experience that I could start at much higher level to begin with. 
but very quickly I realized that this is not enough. So I started to learn uh, and teach myself, uh, you know, C++ because that was the language that we used in Ericsson. I read one book, another, and then another, and eventually I knew more than uh, you know people that were around me and grew from there. So let's go to the next question. How did you feel about your transition from a large company to a larger company to even a more impressive company like Cisco and now that you're leading teams? Right. So it was very scary when I first applied for Amazon. That was, I think, the major step I did. Um, and it was, uh, it was like that because not only I had to apply for much bigger company as like Amazon uh, from Ericsson, where I was, uh, you know, part of a uh, couple of teams uh, before, so I kind of knew my way around. But Amazon not only was a bigger company, much more um, influential in terms of how it affects everything in the tech world. But on top of that, I had to switch countries. I had to totally, uh, you know, change not only the environment I live in, uh, but uh, leave my family behind, leave my friends behind, and start totally a new life from scratch in, in different environments. I know that you did that as well, which, you know, you kind of get what I'm talking about. Yes. Here, right. So um, this is a pretty big commitment. And if you start a new career on top of that, well, you may <laughs> discover that it is a very hard thing to do, but I've decided that I really want to grow and in order for me to progress as quickly as possible, I need to do this. Uh, Poland is, you know, awesome place and it has so much to offer, but at the same time, I kind of felt that because how um, businesses in Poland are foreign capital, we don't necessarily get the cutting edge projects, the latest things to do. We don't create as much as we could. Uh, we are often, uh, you know, uh, viewed as a, um, let's say, a branch or, or, or a location that is used for maintenance of older things mm -hmm. uh, or maybe less important things. And for me to actually have a bigger impact, uh, I felt that I want to be closer to the cutting edge stuff. So um, I decided that I'm going to do this and, um, you know, move, uh, start with Amazon, a brand new career, brand new environment, brand new team. And it has proven to be um, very impactful and massively growing experience, at least for me, because it not only broadened my horizons in terms of the technology and how far and how considerate you can be about the software you're building and how far it can reach in terms of how do you work with your customers, with your stakeholders, to what extent do you think about a product that you're building for them. But also, um, it greatly developed me as a person um, because moving away from my home country, I was able to learn much more about the world, about how people are, how they think outside of very um, hermetic and 
monolithic uh, society, uh, which is, uh, you know, old and made up. Uh, it's very um, similar in terms of like everybody's the same race, everybody's the same religion. Most of people have very similar ideas in their heads. Uh, we like the same food. We, we do the same thing for fun. Um, moving away from that, learning new perspectives, new um, ways of thinking about the world, new values that people share and that uh, things that they are after. This was also a very important step for me to, um, you know, acquire this uh, understanding that is much deeper um, of people and myself as well. And I completely understand you, Rafa. As you said, in my case, I came from El Salvador to Poland, and right now I'm doing to a, another drastic change to Spain. So, yeah, I completely understand. Some people might say, man, but Spain is similar to your country. It's Europe, exactly. and we are not similar. <laughs> Only because you speak Spanish, it's not the same. But going deeper, what has been the most rewarding about this change in your life of moving to Poland to the UK? Right. So uh, I kind of touched on it already, right? So when I understood how much I was missing or how much um, bigger, you know, in, in the perspective uh, the world actually is, uh, I became to uh, appreciate and um, kind, of, kind of marvel at how many things are happening out here that you cannot just simply see in the place that you come from. So I think that this is the, 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 the biggest uh, things that, that I gained from this, you know, on top of things like, uh, you know, I'm actually excelling my career very fast and being able to firstly uh, get promoted in Amazon. And after that, offered a very uh, good uh, position in Cisco and, uh, you know, uh, switching position over there as well. Um, and I think just having uh, this opportunity to um, explore uh, and work on uh, this more impactful and, and more important project uh, is, is the best thing that you could do uh, for yourself, like going after this opportunity, seizing it, and not being afraid to well, just leave everything behind and figure out if something else uh, that is out there could be uh, better for you, more interesting, more rewarding. What will be your advice to anyone who is afraid of doing those changes? Because I, not many people have the courage that you have. Even, even if it's a small change for some people, it's a, great, it's a great jump that you need to do to go for what you dream. Yes, uh, I totally agree. It's, it's a great challenge. And what I think uh, that is important is to realize if you are a person that likes challenges and do very smart calculation and try to introspect yourself, like look in the mirror and figure out who you really are. Because many people are not cut out to go into a different country and learn things, adapt, and discover what is out there. And it's fine. And it's totally fine. And it's okay. You don't need to push yourself to go, uh, you know, and fail somewhere if you are 
not ready, not uh, willing to step out of your comfort zone. However, if you are, on the other hand, a person who is constantly, constantly seeking, uh, you know, ways to test yourself, to improve yourself, to do something that makes you feel uncomfortable, and you are, you have the safety net that you can actually afford to fail somewhere and go out, uh, you know, on the open uh, ocean and figure out what is out there for you. And you're confident that I actually could um, try and maybe I will succeed. You don't have to, you know, be sure of your success because otherwise you wouldn't uh, hesitate, right? But if you are confident that your failure won't be the end of you, there's only, uh, you know, uh, room to grow from there and uh, things to discover and to uh, achieve. So make sure that you really want it. And if you do, just go for it. Because just assess what is the worst thing that could happen. And if you're okay with that, just go for it. Those are very wise words, Rafael, and I completely understand. Now, what would you advise to someone who is new in the IT world to learn? Because right now you have in very advanced organizations, advanced technologies. And since I am from this similar industry, maybe in a different area, there are multiple, multiple things. We will never finish speaking about blockchain, uh, robotic process automation, video games, Android, iOS, IoT. What will be your advice to the, late, to the newest generations? Where to start, what to learn, and what is, what is something valuable for them? Right. So this question is kind of structured around the technology. What is the most valuable technology that you should learn? What is the new cutting edge thing that everybody should start from? And I go, you know, when you have enough years of seniority, uh, uh, you kind of discover a different perspective that mm -hmm. you would like to adopt when you are younger and when you are fresher to the tech uh, that you're after. So I think the major thing that took me the most time and that, would, that I would like to master way sooner uh, is made up of two components. And this thing is basically learn how to develop yourself. Not really mastering a tech like learn Android or learn Java or something else. This is secondary. First thing is to learn to develop yourself. And by that, I mean, learn how to produce things that are valuable to others and learn how to teach yourself things that will bring value to you. So whenever we start our journey with new technology as junior developers, we think uh, of it in a way that, okay, I have this project and I need to finish it as soon as possible you know, using the shortest path to get there. And often it, it will work for, you know, whatever the case it, it is. But the thing that we miss at this uh, point of view is that this won't allow us to grow in directions that are needed to achieve success in software development. Because today's market is filled with junior people who don't represent this level of quality that 
every major company is after. So by saying that, what I mean is, yes, the market is lo looking for programmers and they are in high demand, but there is this little asterisk over there. Market is looking for skilled programmers. So it's not the matter of producing code that does things, but it's the matter of producing code that does things with quality. So producing code that is testable, maintainable, robust, uh, follows the clean code pr practices and all of that. But in order to produce this sort of quality, you first have to have the skill you know, to be willing to push yourself uh, to produce something that you're really proud of. And this is not an easy thing to uh, work on when you're just starting because you don't understand anything. You know nothing. So you just want to see something happen. But in order to actually achieve stuff that is that will get you to this regular and then senior and then tech lead level, this is basically what you need to learn. Like focus on practicing your craft, focusing on developing yourself and the thing that you do and mastering to the highest possible quality that you can produce your on your own. So this is the, the thing that I would really uh, you know stress on. Don't worry about what sort of tech you're after because it could be anything. There is room for everybody, but worry about how you get there. Worry how big of a quality you're producing for a company. How meticulous. How uh, you know um, good the code is. How 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 do you produce it? So this is what I take from my career so far. And one. One question more, Rafael, before finishing the interview. You have your own channel where you share those beautiful and important tricks, or maybe you have a web page that I am unaware of. Where can people reach you? Where the people can watch your videos? Because those videos are very valuable, where people can learn those small tricks or those small things that you are sharing that people are really missing, especially in these times. Right, yeah. So please be invited to, to follow me on YouTube. You can find me at Smok, that's the name of my channel, S-M-O-K. Uh, it's not very well <laughs> positioned in terms of uh, CEO, uh, but the, 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 the thing that you should put in the YouTube to find me is having coffee with Smok. If you search that phrase, you will find my uh, playlist and you will find my channel. So yes, please visit, uh, have a look and share a coffee with me one last some last words that you would like to share with the with the audience something that you would like that they remember from everything that we talk yeah yeah work hard play hard and stay real <laughs> so yeah don't don't worry to to reach out for the things that you want and and practice thank you very much rafael hopefully more people are going to start sharing cups of coffee with you and more people are going to work soon, building a better world with technology. See you the next time. See you. Bye. Thanks for having me.